The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Meditation doesn't have to be a solo practice. Meditation is more fun with friends. Looking for a way to drop in and hang out at the same time? Join us online at Omega Institute for a meditation party with self-proclaimed meditation nerds Dan Harris, host of the 10% Happier podcast, Sabene Selassie and Jeff Warren. This three-day retreat will stream live from Omega's Hudson Valley Campus, May 17th to 19th. Don't miss the party. Reserve your spot at eomega.org slash party today. Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive help supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious lolly Focus Pops or lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. In this episode, we talk about how to become less reactive and less susceptible to being triggered. Welcome to the podcast where it's all about living your love story and making your life a story where love wins. My name is Sienna. And my name is Toast. We're married and we've been partners in life, love, and music since 2001, over 20 years. On this show, we share our life as an Asian-American lesbian couple. Some of our favorite topics are positive spirituality, holistic health, sometimes cats, lesbian alert, and other things we hope are entertaining, uplifting, and helpful for living your love story. So here we go. Welcome to our home studio in the Pacific Northwest. Welcome, everyone. Have a seat (laughs) or keep on walking or keep on driving. Whatever you are doing. Fall asleep. We won't be offended. Thank you for joining us. I feel like I can't hear you. I can't hear you either. I think I turned this okay. two down or turned something. It to, down. Is that is better? better? Yeah. Okay. Is yeah. it? Yeah, I think so. There's an echo. The listener won't hear it, but... Something, Sienna, something is, is adjusting off. Toast. Something is off. Really? Yeah, because I can't, I can't hear myself oh. at all in here. Oh, uh, here's why. Now can you hear yourself? Where? Yes. Okay, okay. sorry. Engineers you were fault. trying not to record me. That's what Engineers it is. fault. Sorry. All right. Should we keep all that in? <laughs> Let's keep it in. All right. Anyways, welcome. Thank you for hanging in there for the technical excitement difficulties. Um, so it's kind of interesting to me that every time we're recording the podcast, I am always thinking about food, just like our last. Oh, yes. I don't know if it was the last podcast, but In we a were, recent episode, it yeah, was all about, about tacos, tacos and all different things. Mm-hmm. And again, I'm sitting here totally craving Thai food and also donuts. So I don't know what. But anyways, who knows what we're going to have, but we are going to see. I'm excited about Thai food or donuts. <sighs> Either one. Is just lights me up. Yeah, I want both actually. Anyways, um, another thing that I was thinking of right before we pressed record, uh, you know, normally we like to have like a little something we want to share. And honestly, sometimes we don't have much <laughs> for that little space to fill up that little space. But 
right before we press record, I thought to myself, you know, what's interesting about Portland is we certainly see a lot more lesbians. <laughs> Wouldn't you say? <laughs> compared Why are you to laughing what? So compared hard? to what? Versus life about? in California. Versus life in California. Oh or it gosh. could be that the Portland person is not trying to like pass as straight. I don't I don't know what it is. And all of what I'm saying might be making people be angry. I don't know. Might be triggering for some people because maybe I'm not using the right languaging nowadays. But I feel like we see way more lesbians on our really? errands than when we did oh, in interesting. California. I mean, we well, were told when, when, when our friends were kind of selling Portland to us, mm-hmm. they were like, there's lesbians everywhere. So it even came from them, right? <laughs> Do you remember? And we were like, really? I kind of, <laughs> I had forgotten, but yeah, I kind of vaguely remember. That's fascinating. That's very interesting. Well, like for instance. I think there's two factors. Number one is, is that, you know, as time, as the years have gone by, and we've been in Portland for a number of years now, mm-hmm. as the years have gone by, society has, yes, it's it's gotten more fractured because of the, you know, one who will not be named. But I think things have gotten more progressive and outspoken, right? Like people are flying their flags more, mm-hmm. just in general. So maybe that has something to do with it. Well, that's what I mean by their, you know, not just keeping it on the down low. Oh, okay. <laughs> on the down low. Hmm. Oh my gosh. And but Portland, for instance, and Portland just in general is a very, very artistic kind of like uh, free spirited type of culture. So maybe that's what they meant by there's lesbians everywhere. Mm. Maybe, maybe and it makes me think of um, other, uh, other funny things about Portland is that the wolf cut is very popular here. <laughs> I did not even know. I didn't. Did know. you know the name of the wolf cut? No, I did not know that this certain haircut is called the wolf cut. Now the wolf cut, so I had to Google it. Um, we have a friend that's like nine years younger than us. And she mentioned a wolf cut. And so I'm like a wolf cut. And I was laughing so hard because I don't know, to me, it sounds so funny. Even though in your mind, you can imagine what that looks like. So I Googled and I went, oh, that is the traditional Portland citizen haircut. Which I will try to describe is there's a lot of layers there. It's almost mullet. It's, it's like mullet adjacent, I would say. So you have things happening on the sides of your head, <laughs> like a mullet. Okay. Uh, but there's more flippy layers going on. There's bangs, flippy layers, and it looks a little wild, like you would think, like, oh, like a wolf. So <laughs> anyways, there... So, a lot of Portlanders sport this wolf they? cut. I know you've said that so many I times. I point and it I out just, to you. Okay, next time we are, you have, kind of have to it. shove me in the ribs and yes. be like, and then I'll know to I, look around me for somebody who is sporting this a wolf wolfy cut. haircut. Because, because I think you just you just identify these wolf cut 
wearers as, um, oh, that's a Portlander, <laughs> you know? I, you're not seeing the wolf cut. You're seeing mm. the Portland person. Okay. But I don't know. It's they go together, you know. Um, and okay, but going back to the lesbians, so we frequent a shop, a plant shop that is actually pretty fabulous. It's called Symbiop. Symbiop. Every time we go there, I'm like, what is this? Or we plan to go there. I'm, I'm always asking, what is the place called again? Um, Symbiop, Symbiop, and it's a very small establishment, um, but there are so many lesbians there. Like it's almost it's like, like as I if think it's we were at a Home owned. Depot. I'm sorry, what? Well, it's better than Home Depot because it's not like this big ass chain store. I'm just talking about the is, ratio of lesbians. Yeah, you know? I, I think it literally is like family lesbian owned owned and run oh okay. well i don't know if lesbian specific but gay just, oh, lgbtq you know, plus non-binary or whatever they're calling okay. it these days well that would make sense then they're worker owned and yeah okay anything else you <laughs> wanted to say about that nope i'm good on the way to our thai food okay i am good okay coming up next Getting to the main topic, reining in. Those are some hard tears. reactivity. Rein it in. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. All right. Reining in your reactivity. Or my reactivity. And my reactivity. Yeah. We're going to use ourselves as examples. I guess we always do that. Almost. Because it's all about us. (laughs) So let me ask first, have you ever been in a situation where you are trying to hold it together and you are starting to unravel and there's this greater part of yourself, there's a greater part of yourself that starts to rise above your physical being and is watching all of this happening and is rooting for you but sees you unraveling, slowly but surely unraveling, unraveling, and is almost there going, don't say it, don't do it, don't say it, get up, walk away, take some deep breaths, walk away. Oh no, you said it. (laughs) This is what we're talking about with self-awareness, some self-control, self-regulation, is tapping into that watcher, tapping into that part of yourself that knows better, the part of yourself that has this greater vantage point, the part of yourself that is your best, most adult and functioning part of you. (laughs) You know, that part prior to 2016. (laughs) That part of you has the strength to self-regulate, has the strength to help rein in the reaction 
you might want to just spew out. Whip like it out like a, like a bullwhip, like Indiana <laughs> Jones. Yes. yes. And I think what might be helpful is... I was mixing up my superheroes there. That wasn't an Indiana Jones sound, was it? That sounded like a cowboy. Like, what are those? Oh, I was going to so say like of, one of those cool Well, he wasn't movies. a cowboy. Oh, yeah, yeah. But it might be helpful to break down kind of the anatomy of a trigger, of when, what happens when you are triggered. Okay. Because Let's sometimes when we think about being triggered, it's just this, ugh. You just, like when you think about the last time you were triggered, I mean, being triggered never feels great. So you just think about that time and you're like, yeah, that wasn't good. Or you feel ashamed, like, oh, I wish I didn't say that. Or it's just a bad feeling altogether. So instead of just hanging out in these large feelings, we can think of it very systematically. So first, there is the trigger. You get triggered. The inciting incident. Yes, there is an incident. Something crappy happens. Something happens. And from that, a thought is generated. Okay. Okay. So, and these let's are bring not an necessarily helpful thoughts. Let's bring an example. So, like, okay, so I know one. So, for instance, we can be talking, mm -hmm. and I'm often triggered by your tone. Oh, my damn tone. <laughs> yes, it's And this that tone, tone lives across all different topics, but there is a certain tone mm -hmm. that I don't like, and it just really <laughs> riles me up. So we can be talking oh about, like, God. we can be talking about, say, money, right? Which in and of itself can be a trigger. Oh, yeah. Finances, right? Yes. But we'll Stress. be talking about money, and everything seems to be going fine, but then the tone comes out, and it's not what you're saying. It's how you're saying it. It's the tone in which you're saying it. And then because of that tone, all of a sudden I'm triggered. And then with that, with that trigger comes the thought, toast is just trying to control me. So now I have that thought. And then, I, then you're trying to control me? Oh, my God. I, now I'm getting mad, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. So don't control me. Why do you think? You know, and then all these thoughts these unhelpful thoughts come in and then that leads to the thoughts will inform the action I take next. So here, so we and talked your about, tone. so we talked <laughs> about trigger. We talked about the thoughts that come from the trigger. Yeah. Then now we talk about the action that is informed oftentimes by the barrage of thoughts. That's the reaction. That is the, That's re the re reaction. Action. Yes. And so, yes, it can be now my tone, mm -hmm. right? So in a very, in the least productive way, then I'm going to snap back mm -hmm. and then have a sassy tone, mm -hmm. you know? I think you're just, you know, I, can, I might say something like, I think you're just trying to control me. And then you'll say, wait, what are you talking about? Mm. And that you didn't mean it that way. Mm -hmm. And I said, well, it's your tone. Yeah, I can tell you did because of your tone. It's your tone. Yeah. <laughs> and then now mm -hmm. I am speaking in a way that is like a dragon mm -hmm. and fiery. And then the consequence, so this is the last part of it, the consequence. So trigger, thought, action slash reaction oftentimes, consequence. We, walk, we don't feel great mm -hmm. after an exchange going back and forth of this nature. 
Because one of the things we have to remember is oftentimes when we're triggered, when it starts to run away from us like this and go down the line of trigger thought, reaction, consequence, we're already in our reptilian brain. And that's not the part of our brain where we can reason, be rational, and be a fully functioning, healthy adult. <laughs> not if we're just operating no, from that part. things have devolved. So it's, it's yeah. very challenging. Yeah. So really, so, okay, so what do we do, right? So the moral of the lesson is that I need to have more <laughs> self... No, no, I, I do think... Okay. I do think that in this whole topic of reactivity and, and being able to control yourself and all that kind of thing, my weakness, my, so my opportunity here is to be self-aware enough and, and think before I speak to modulate or to control and to put some more effort into my tone. To make sure, like, hey, what am I trying to communicate? And don't just blurt things out. Mm. You, know, you know what I mean? Like, to yeah. try and communicate in a more... Congruent way. Careful, in a careful way, I guess. Congruent or... Yeah. I mean, but they do talk about, like, more masculine presenting people... Have Such the as tone, myself. ...have the tone issue, right? Who's these people that they that talk about this? Like, like, like th it's common. Like when you talk about it's your tone, it's such a joke because it's true. Okay. You know, if yeah. you think about just heterosexual like Jer living, Jerry Seinfeld, you <laughs> heterosexual living, which we don't sounds know like a about. magazine. <laughs> heterosexual living. Um, <laughs> it's modern, always like the wife, heterosexual living. the wife and the husband and the husband has the tone and the wife is like, why do you have that tone? Right. I mean, it's common. It's your tone of voice. Yeah. We know that, right? So Jerry Seinfeld. I wish I could do a Jerry Seinfeld impression because he had I that love right. Jerry. It's your tone. That was very good. That was close. That was so good. Okay. Anyways. Thanks. So. Appreciate that. And then on my side of the fence. I feel like I need to not be so sensitive to your tones and to have more faith that to have more faith that we are on the same side mm. and you're not wanting to hurt me. Mm. So, I mean, you know, this whole we thing with being triggered yeah. is like, it's, it's very loaded, you know, um, why you're even triggered. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's, that's a whole, that's a whole that's history like a of, whole in of itself. year of podcasts. But um, what were you going to say? It's so neat because like there's, there's opportunity for both of us and for our relationship in many areas, just in this interaction that can literally mm -hmm. take, you know, five seconds. Right. Right. Because right. there's, I could be more self-aware and, and try and not, you know, try and have a more pleasant, safe feeling tone to begin with. Mm -hmm. And if I fail at that, then you have an opportunity to give me a little bit of more benefit of the doubt. A little room. You know, yeah. give me a little right. uh, grace. Mm -hmm. So there's a lot. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we did pick an example of a topic that is tough because when you're talking about money for most people, it is just triggering in general. Right. Whether it's you have a tone or not. Right. <laughs> it's, you're being it's the kindest you already. can. Yeah. 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 Um, so what do we do about it, right? 
so what? What do we do about it? So when you think of the trigger, the thought, the reaction, and the consequence, when you think of these blocks, the best thing is to nip it in the bud early. So when you look at those, when you're triggered, you're triggered. When you're in the thought space and these thoughts are coming to you, all these thoughts that aren't very helpful, that is where you want to nip it. And that's the self-awareness piece. That is the self-awareness because if you are aware of your thoughts, if you can actually be in the the space of, oh, the space of the watcher where you're like, you're thinking all these things Mm -hmm. and it's kind of negative. And and, or feeling too, right? Or just feeling feeling like... Like, oh my God, my heart, my heart is getting is racing. Yeah. And getting like hot yeah. and sweaty. But, but oftentimes I will say the, the thought will come first and then the bodily reaction mm. will follow what thought has, has happened. It's just, sometimes it doesn't feel like that. You just feel and, your body first. Yeah. And that's our sensation. Harder. Right. That's so our personal it, experience. So you might it. feel it. It just be more, it's more easy to um, notice mm-hmm. and not ignore versus a thought that's coming into your head. Mm-hmm. But if you can recognize the thoughts, that's where you really want to nip it. So nipping it would look like doing anything you can to just slow down. Because when you think of experiences where you're triggered, there is an energy that's very fast. Mm-hmm. It's it happens. It's like now it's running away from you because it is an instinct of of it sorts. Is. It is. And and did you know? I think you know this. Like brain science has evolved to the point where we know our our science has has seen that the thoughts that we have mm-hmm. about a decision we make mm-hmm. usually come after the decision has actually been made. Mm. Like we the logical part of our brain, and this makes sense evolutionarily, right? Like the logical part of our brain developed the most recent. Yes. And, and the logical part of our brain exists in order, or partly exists, in order to help us rationalize and support and mm, defend the decisions. the decisions that we made by instinct. Mm. So we make up reasons after the fact, you know, but our experience of it, our human experience is that oh, no, I have these reasons, and that's why I did certain things. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's kind of all mixed up in, in a way, depending what we're, if we're talking from a, like a scientific point of view or from a, like a lived experience point of view. Yeah. But anyway, that's the little yeah. sidebar, the- but I know that we're talking about like, okay, so what can we do to help treat each other and ourselves in a kinder way in regards to reactivity? So with the, with the very fact that you just stated now, that is the very reason why you want to slow down. You want to slow down. And this is, this is also great advice for when you get that email and you have a reaction, you're triggered. And like there have been times at work where I get an email and I am triggered and, <laughs> and I'm want, like, you, oh, my oh my God. You want to just like, clap back. what? And then I'm there Typing, typing back, (laughs) typing back, typing back, typing back. And then I go, slow it down, slow it down, because I'm not operating from that brain that Toast just mentioned, right? I'm not operating from that. Mm -hmm. So do I really want to 
send this email. No. So you want to do anything you can to slow down. And it can mean walking away. You know, they also talk about deep breathing, which is absolutely your friend. But deep breathing often isn't enough. I hate to say it. It often isn't enough. You need to walk away from the situation to really use your body, start moving. Because a lot of times when you're triggered, you freeze. There's, you feel this immobile sensation like this. Is there such a thing? Immobile sensation. Like you can't feel. You're just frozen. And so you want to get up, get the blood moving, walk away. Mm-hmm. Whether that means if you're in person with someone just saying, you know what? I need a moment. Just walk away. Mm -hmm. Go to the bathroom. Wash your hands. Feel a different sensation. Feel the cold water. Jump up and down. You can jump up and down. You know, whatever it is. And that sounds so simple. But really, if you can remember, because we all know when we're triggered, if you pay attention to your thoughts and have that be the opening for you to do differently, walk away. Walk away. Walk away. That's the safest way to diffuse the bomb because if there's yeah. no, con- if there's no like, if you're not in communication with the person, then mm-hmm. it doesn't matter what you say because they can't hear you anyway. I mean, you do want to, you know, ideally, like if you're physically with someone, you don't want to just walk away, right? You want to just say, I just need a minute, walk and then away. walk away. Yes, yes. You, yeah. you would, that, mm-hmm. that's ideal. Yeah. Um, so speaking of emails, have you ever, okay, have you ever done this where it's like, or maybe here's a little piece of advice. <laughs> oh, if, okay. if you want to, if you want to send an email back, right? And you're yeah. just like, Rah. if you can at least, at least send an email like this, like that, right, sending right, or like that. sending like no, no. Okay, okay, that type okay. of email. Yeah. But before you start writing, mm-hmm. just delete any email addresses in the to field. Just leave the to field empty. I have absolutely done that, and then yes. just go to town. Yes. Yes. Yep. Absolutely. That's, That's such a great tip. And then just, yeah, because it is a way to release it, <laughs> walk away. And then when you come back and yeah. now you're in that other brain state, uh-huh. you'll go, ooh, yeah. Good. Wow, I, I was an asshole. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so anyways, I hope you find that helpful. Or hashtag relatable. <laughs> right? Yeah. Okay. Thanks for listening, guys, girls. Thank you. Ladies and germs and everyone else. Appreciate you. Rate and review the podcast. Be nice to your friendly neighborhood lesbians down the street, around the corner, up the hill, wherever they may be, wolf cut or not. Yeah. Follow us around. We're on Instagram. Our handle is Sienna and Toast. And as always, we end this episode by encouraging you Live your love story. Hi, I'm Liz Winter and I have been a medium and a spiritual development teacher for over 30 years. On my podcast, All Aboard the Medium Ship, I want to share the message with you that there is a wealth of love and comfort available to you from the spirit world. On my podcast, you can experience this comfort and peace for yourself through gentle guided meditations and helpful messages. 
Make sure you subscribe and follow so you never miss an episode. Part of the mindbodyspirit.fm podcast network.